Hey guys, and welcome to Get Life Podcast. It's me, Bish, and I am joined by Jacob. Hey guys, what is up? This has been a while since we've done this podcast episode. I know we were gonna supposed to do like review roundups and all this kind of shit, but that actually takes a lot more work than this style of episode. So we're going back to basics, going back to the old school Gallup style of episodes. And you know what? We've got our webcams on. And by we, I mean myself, because Jacob doesn't have a webcam. What is that about, Jacob? Uh, you did not notify me of the need of a webcam. Should I notify you? Should. You should. No, you should. I should, I should notify you. All right. <laughs> it's just really funny <laughs> seeing your sassy face in the camera. Well, it's true. I mean, this is the whole point why we get the webcams on so that only we can see each other and just fucking laugh and make some joke. But you know what? You've treated me as a joke, Jacob. You've treated me as a joke. Am I your personal jester? I'm just making fun. Oh, excuse me, sir. Let me just make some fun for you. No, I'm not your entertainer. All right? Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that being said, all the jokes I can't aside, stop laughing. <laughs> well, that's your problem, not mine. That sounds like a you problem. Are you sure about that? I think it is. I'm <laughs> because pretty I'm pretty sure. sure you're the one who has to edit this. This is going to be left in there. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it works for me. It works for me too. Let's edit well, Let's fucking what? go. <laughs> okay. That being said, um, today's episode, we're going to be talking about Saints Row, the new announcement for the game that's coming out next year, I think. Is it next year? I think so. I, I think it's I think it's 22. I think so as well. So it's uh, Saints Row, the new one. And then obviously we're going to talk about Saints Row, the third remastered for the PlayStation 4 slash PlayStation 5. Big thanks to uh, Jacob. I, I don't know how to pronounce it i'll let you thank them the company behind it oh thank you very much to koch media uh specifically dan dan he knows who he is and robin as well because they provided us codes so thank you very much also i want to give a shout out to another person from koch media his name is namir do you know namir i don't think so no, he's this Italian guy with a beautiful beard and he's like a weeb and stuff. Like I remember he provided us like a copy of Shibuya Scramble, that game, what, 428 Shibuya Scramble? Oh yeah. He provided us a code, but he reached out to me in the weirdest way possible. Like he messaged me on Facebook and I was like, how the hell did this guy manage to get my Facebook? We don't promote the Facebook on the podcast. We don't do anything like that. And this just guy just messages me and he was like, hey, um, I work for this and this company. Is this the best place to contact you? And I was like, what the fuck? He said, okay, Okay, give me a ring on this number and I was just like I was thinking like this was some sort of bot like you know like those sex bots you know I'm, oh I'm my god <laughs> that's what I thought and I, I was like you know what fuck it I'll give this number a ring and then he was like hey you're speaking to Namir I was like hey it's me Bish and I just wanted to like to know like how the hell did he find me and it turns out he listens to the podcast so that was actually really interesting someone from the gaming industry that listens to the podcast I didn't think people actually listen to this but he listened and he enjoyed it and he was like look we'll give you a copy of Shibuya Scramble and then I sent it off to Joe and then we didn't hear anything since thanks guys no but seriously <laughs> big shout out to namir i'm sorry namir we never got to review it just because it got lost in shipping when i sent it to joe uh, you know so my apologies for that but you know what i'm not going to apologize for our sponsors a big shout out to our sponsors japan crate crunchy roll yeah i used to play so much saints row 2 all the time because that was just the game that i fucking love i just want to know before we get into the whole saints row discussion how did you get in into saints row all right funny story i actually got into saints row before i actually played like a main saints row game i mm. think i was i'm pretty sure before i played saints row 2 i played the saints row mobile game mm, okay there was like this mobile game that was out for like like the nokia phones back then i still had a nokia 
Mm. I don't want to mention it, but it was very much like like the very, the first two GTA games. Okay. Like it was like top down and stuff like that. But like it was so cool because like you could like I guess hire like the the other people from this from the Saints and like like drive around with them. You know all that stuff. It was basically GTA on your phone mixed with the Saints Row elements, and it was really fun. I really enjoyed it, and I think I got into it because of that. And then I. I got into Saints Row 2 because I saw it in store and okay. I got it on my Xbox 360. You know what? I tell you something about that. Like the way I got into Saints Row was I was, uh, we used to go to our cousin's house a lot back in the day and he had an, I think he had an original Xbox and he also had a 360, but we were more like PlayStation in terms of our family. So we really didn't get to play Saints Row, but he had Saints Row 1 and he also had Saints Row 2. And I played Saints Row 2 and I was like, fuck, this game is so much better than GTA. Like that's just my opinion. I know a lot of people were like, no, fuck you gta but you know what <laughs> i will i'll be real with you saints row as a game series is a lot better than and then gta and i'll explain the reasons why later on in the episode but then i started playing saints row 2 i fucking loved it i love the fact that you can customize your character the way they look like even even in saints row the third you can like customize head shape and like really weird factors like that i think that's the essence of saints row and the fact that the game doesn't take itself too seriously yeah i agree also it was really funny when i first played saints row 2 mm. i I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I like this so much. <laughs> Why are you showing me that? I'm showing you that because that's what I'm thinking about. What should we give away? And I found it. I think I was... we need a little bit of an ad break. I know we haven't really gotten into the episode, but we've, this was a bit raunchy for the beginning, I guess. I mean, you did cut me off with the screen. <laughs> oh, did I? What were you going to say? Okay, what were you going to say? I was... <laughs> I was I was going to say basically that like when I was playing it uh, for the first time Saints Row 2 I was like this is like GTA but it's so much better basically what you said with the cre character creation because I fucking love character creation and then it was like you literally play the protagonist and not only can you like create your own character but you can also like switch everything on the fly if you just head to like one of those uh, plastic surgeons or whatever they're called in the game mm -hmm. and you can put any kind of clothing on your character like you can do anything you with your character right and that's what i really enjoyed about that it was like compared to gta it was like you didn't have to like follow the flow all the time you know what I mean? It wasn't like that linear. I, that's what I enjoy about Saints Row as well. Like the story is what you make of the story, right? I remember back in the day, I don't know if it's still like this or if it's still going to be like this in the future, but you had all of these different factions and these different gangs that you had to go through. You can pick a certain one as you please. And I remember back in the day with GTA, it was like the first section of the island was always blocked off. The second, like the second one. And then you had to, basically you had to do the story linearly. With Saints Row, like you can, if you want to fight a particular type of, you know, gang or face a particular type of story you could do whatever story you'd like first and that's what i like exactly exactly um, the fact that you have that ability to choose you're not necessarily blocked off in which areas you can visit yes if you do visit certain areas before the game really intends for you to visit those areas you're gonna get fucked up you're gonna get fucked up by whatever gangs are there you know they might have higher weapons uh, greater than your level that kind of stuff so the game doesn't really punish you for exploring and that's what i love about saints row another reason i fucking love saints row is that we mentioned in the beginning that it doesn't take itself serious you know you have you know dr genki and all this 
this kind of stuff and you got Piers and all of these other great voice actors and, and stuff like that and the great cast of characters in this game just fucking hilarious but that being said what I'm, we're gonna do we're gonna take a quick ad break we'll be back and we're gonna talk about our favorite Saints Row game in particularly Saints Row the third because I think that is one of my favorite Saints Row games but we're going that little ad break if you're listening on Patreon then there is no ad break so enjoy that as well but we'll see you on the other side Right before we get into the ads, I want to remind you guys that we do have a Patreon page where you can support us directly for only £5 a month. It means that you don't need to listen to ads like this, as amazing as they are. It's a no-brainer. You get early access to our show as well as ad-free content for all of the podcasts that we do. Or if you decided, well, I might go for a one-time donation, you could do so on our coffee page. That's coffee.com forward slash get a life podcast. That's ko-fi.com forward slash get a life podcast. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash get a life podcast. Also consider subscribing to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, even on YouTube subscribing is free it also means that you keep up to date with the content that we do post for all of our podcasts if you do leave a like on youtube or if you give us a five star rating on the podcast platforms it really does help us get up in the rankings it really does help us get more sponsorships it helps us out a lot you don't know how much that actually helps us so consider leaving us a positive review telling us all your thoughts as well and stuff that we can improve on really does help me out a lot as well gives me a motivation so subscribe consider leaving a five-star review or a comment if you're on youtube and enjoy the ad break and the rest of this episode have you ever thought hey i'm really into japanese snacks and japanese otaku goods well you know what get yourself over to sugoi mart by japan crate sugoi mart we love them we love japan crate by the way we've spoken about japan crate on the podcast before but you know what we've leveled up our partnership with them and our sponsorship to a sugoi mart one because i wanted you guys to experience a lot more of what japan crate has to offer through sugoi mart it's not always about snacks guys you can buy a lot of Japanese goods directly from Sugoi Mart, and it's fantastic service there, I will say this. You got your lucky bags. If you're really into anime, you could get Sugoi Mart lucky bags for over $100 value for only £40, right? £40. Incredibly cheap. So you're getting $100 worth of stuff for 50 bucks. That's including snacks and other goods. If you decide to go for the lucky bags, and to be honest with you, those lucky bags, you can check them out on our page because Sugoi Mart moving forward, we're going to be showcasing the Sugoi Mart products on their site. And we're going to be showing you guys really cool, weird and wonderful stuff from Japan. We're going to be curating stuff directly there. If you like it, buy it. And you know what? Use our link, getalifepodcast.com forward slash Sugoi. That's getalifepodcast.com forward slash s-u-g-o-i will take you to our sugoi mart page and you can use our code g-a-l-p that's g-a-l-p for 15 percent off your order that's insane guys 15 percent off we all know that collectibles and things from japan can be very expensive so 15 percent off that's pretty decent they've got some really lovely stuff on their site uh, stuff from Spy Family. They've got a lot of Sanrio stuff as well. A lot of anime things. A lot of Genshin stuff. If you're really into Genshin, they got it. As well as some brands from Japan 
snacks from Japan as well. They've got a lot of One Piece stuff. If you're into One Piece, they've got stuff from Muji. They've got stuff from Disneyland. They've got stuff from Universal Studios Japan, in addition to Starbucks and Studio Ghibli. Stuff that you really can't find anywhere else. I'll be honest with you. So once again, check out Sugoima. It supports the show when you do. We love them. They love us. And I'm pretty sure you'll love them too. So that's getalifepodcast.com forward slash sugoi. Use the code GALP for 15% off. Anyway, back onto the episode. Okay, we are back. Jacob, what is your favorite Saints Row? It has to be Saints Row 3. Yeah, you know what? I agree with you. The thing is like, yeah, I started out with Saints Row 2 and I played it like to death when I like first played it, right? And then I got Saints Row the third and it was like, how can this game get any better? And then mm. I played it and then I got the answer. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, holy shit, this is amazing. It's now, so fucking good. Now, one thing that I want to know is what was your thoughts on Saints Row 4? Because for me, Saints Row 3 was, as you said, you know, you go from Saints Row 2 and you're like, how could they make this better and they did with saints row 3 with all this crazy shit but they still kept the essence of saints row there saints row 4 was just weird with aliens and like the being the president of the united states i felt it was dragging on a little bit in my opinion i didn't like the whole superpowers thing well in saints row 4 i remember like playing it and being like how is this gonna work right Hmm. i don't want to like spoil too much of the game but it's basically like everything that you know from the universe literally (laughs) from the saints row universe just blows up and i like i played it and on one hand i I really enjoyed the gameplay, I'm not gonna lie. I like I really liked the gameplay. I loved how you could like jump so far into the air without like getting hurt. It was like basically it was like what Saints Row would be like if you applied multiple cheats and like trainers and mods to the game, right? It was mm-hmm. literally that, but it was like I guess legal and it's it was it was so wild and I was just like this is really fun. However, what I didn't really get into was the fact that it felt, to me personally, it felt more like an expansion to Saints Row 3 rather than like its own yeah. game. Because the graphics didn't really change. Um, there wasn't really that much new content. There was like, yeah, we had aliens. Basically, it was a lot of um, reused assets, in my opinion, because you could see like the, the characters look the same. And I'm, I'm not like saying that characters looking the same as anything bad, because like there's so many characters out there who have their you know original design, and it's just like it's stuck to them, right? But it felt like with the whole theme of space and aliens and all that yeah it makes sense that this like the saved version of sealport in the computer is accurate to the real sealport that the player knows but it could still have been like like not all of them were the same obviously but it was like they could have like made like minor changes minor improvements or stuff like that but i guess they didn't and i one thing i also never really like it, it just made no sense to me that in saints four you can still use gun because you have all these powers you have all these powers that you can use because essentially you're playing like a virus inside this 
AI computer game inside Saints Row 4. And in a way, it makes sense because you're basically stealing the weapons away from the enemy. But it's also like, you have no use for them. You have like no use for them because all you have all these superpowers. You have like these fucking Green Lantern um, fucking <laughs> powers. You can fly around like fucking Superman. Fuck do you need guns for? <laughs> You know what? Like it, the same, the same thing applies to the the spin-off game that they did for Gat, Get Out of yeah, Hell. Get Out of Hell, yeah. That game felt the same way because, like, you're in hell. Why do you need cars? First of all, in hell, you have all these powers, which is basically reworked powers from Saints Row Four because it's based off Saints Row Four. And it's like you have all of this, but Johnny Gat still uses a gun. And it's like guns in hell. Like what the fuck? Like it doesn't make any sense. You can argue that Saints Row doesn't need to make sense, but I think there needs to be a level of believability. That's what I didn't like about Saints Row Four. Like it felt like everything was like perfect. Oh, I'm the president of the United States, and you know I can do have all these fucking crazy superpowers and stuff and then the story just gets out of hand i think they've taken it too far with saints row 4 and you know what that's why i'm happy that when they re-released saints row the third that they did that remastered version on the ps4 but also on the ps5 because i think that's the in my opinion that's the best saints row game that's out there and I, I think probably that's what a lot of people remember Saints Row. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to remember Saints Row 4, but they remember Saints Row in the form of Saints Row 3. And I think honestly, Saints Row 3 has so much greatness in there. It has some fantastic voice actors in there, as you guys know. Uh, I didn't know this, but you know the voice of Dr. Genki? Or Mr. Genki, mm -hmm. whatever his name is. Yeah. He He's the voice of Sunse in uh, Dynasty Warriors. Oh my god. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, what's his name? Yuri Lowenthal. He's the Holy voice of Sunse shit. and he's the voice of Tai. Uh, is it not, not Tai Shutsa? Zhang He. And Yosuke Hanamura in Persona 4. Yeah. And there's so many other voice actors as well. I think Troy Baker is in it as well, who's also like Kanji Tatsumi. So he's one of the protagonists. He's, protagonist, I think yeah. he's like. He, I think he is the first um, voice. I think so. The first male voice. But there's so many other yeah. voices in there. I think, uh, I forgot her name, but she's the voice of Risei Kujikawa in Persona as well. She's like one of the uh, female protagonists. Yeah, I know who you mean, but... She's super famous now. Like, a lot of them are super famous, mind you. As they should, honestly. Yeah, genuinely, like, they should. Like, the idea was that when we originally got the codes, that we were going to get a um, special guest on, friend of the podcast. I feel so bad for forgetting his name. He voices Pierce from, uh, I was going to say Pierce from Persona. Pierce from uh, Saints Row. <laughs> from Persona. What is his name? I, it's, his name is in my head. What is his name? Arif S. Kinchin. I love that guy. And... But we were supposed to do an episode with Arif ages ago when Saints Row the Third um, Remastered was announced. And we we're going to talk about the game a little bit. And you know what? I still want Arif in this because I don't know if he's going to be in the new Saints Row game. And if he isn't, I'll be really upset. If I, if we don't get Pierce in the new Saints Row game, I will be upset. Super upset. You know why? Because I think he's such a comedian, if that makes sense. You know, he's that sidekick that makes jokes. And he often he kind of gets shot on. You know what I mean? Like they make fun of him a lot, but he says the funniest shit. Like... One of the he, things yeah, I loved does. from the introduction, I don't know if this was in Saints Row 2 and before, but I remember in Saints Row 3 and in future Saints Row games that they had the sing-alongs, the karaoke. Oh yeah, they did. And it's always I like Pierce coming in. I think they did in Saints Row 2 as was well, it? but I really, 
I can't remember. It's been so long. Maybe they didn't. I think that it was in another Saints Row game as well. I just cannot remember. For some reason, I do think that it's in another one. Also, I just I just want to mention one thing. I've started Get Out of Hell, but I've never finished it because I really couldn't get into it. You know what? That's another thing. I really hate Get Out of, get out of, out of Fucking Hell. It's such a stupid game. Like, I really don't understand. Like, it's going... It gives you a recap of what happens in Saints Row 4. And I'm like fucking already hate Saints Row 4 with this whole stupid superpower shit and it, it gives you characters that you don't really like like I know Johnny Gat everyone loved Johnny Gat and he obviously I think they killed off Johnny Gat in like what in the first or the what did he die in the, no, third, in the third game? game yeah he dies at the beginning of the third game and they kill him off and all that and I was like mm, you know what I don't I don't he needs to come back you know what I mean like he should have just died and then that was it and that sounds really bad but I feel like he should have just stuck around until the end that's what I feel you think because so? I feel like, or, or like he should have like made a grand appearance at the end where he's like, haha. Well, it's like, bitch, I lived. You know what I mean? Where it's mm. like, or like near the end he reappears and then you both fuck shit up. That okay. was like something where would I, which I would have been perfectly fine with. I was like mm. at the beginning of Saints Row Three because I had gotten so like accustomed to Johnny Gat being there mm. and I was like playing it and it was like there's no fucking way Johnny died here. And then he did and I was like, what the fuck are you doing to Johnny? Yeah. You know, I felt yeah. so bad. I was like, there's gotta be some way to work around this. Like there's certain games where it's like it goes to slow motion and then you can save a character. Maybe it was something like that. But it was also like, bro, why? Why kill of the most iconic character? And like then give him like the, in my opinion, probably the worst ever standalone expansion. Like we get it like Johnny's amazing and everything but he deserves better you know he deserves so much better than that you know I agree with you I think with with Johnny Gat the fact that they killed him off and then they just present him in the form of DLC it kind of felt like they were removing something and people got angry at the fact that they killed him off and they were like hey if you want more Johnny Gat here's a DLC dedicated to him and I think that is it's kind of shitty I re it, it pisses me off it's kind of like the whole Dynasty Warriors 9 thing where they remove all of the clone movesets and then they give oh. Oh, back yeah. the weapons for DLC it felt like that um but speaking of characters in Saints Row what do you think of Shondi you know what it's really funny because in Saints Row 2 I was like I don't know what to do with this one <laughs> like it sounds I, I guess it sounds like kind of shitty to say this but like I just really didn't think that much of her in Saints Row 2. Okay. And then she appears in Saints Row 3 and I was like, wait, what the fuck? How did she, she change completely. so much? Yeah. How did she change so much? And most of all, how in the fuck did she change from like, like basically being a, a, a hippie, right? Yeah. To such a strong woman. I don't want to say she was like stuck up, but because she had every reason to be pissed off from mm. the very beginning because she lost Johnny, right? But it's still, it uh, very often felt to me like she was just like in there to kill every single character in the game because, you know, Pierce, he was mm. like, he was chill even though Johnny died and Shawnee, she was just like ready to fucking kill everyone, including herself. 
<laughs> she was like, "It's insane. It's just guns like, blazing, bitch." <laughs> it doesn't make sense because you're coming from Saints Row Two, where you know she was a stoner and she had like all this dreadlocks and shit. And you know what I mean? She was like a hippie, right? And then she was like fucking lazy. If you see her like personality in Saints Row Two, and then you compare her to Saints Row Three, you're like, these are completely different people. And I think they changed the voice actress as well. When you go into Saints Row Four, they have three different styles of Shandy, which does not make any sense. They have, they have the Shandy from Saints Row the Third. Then they brought back Shandy from Saints Row Two. Yeah. And and then they have future Shandy, which I'm like, what the fuck? Why do we have three versions of this woman? It doesn't make any sense. Like, why yeah, do we? I was, was going to mention. I was going to mention the the different versions. It was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like what? That's that's what I'm saying. Like Saints Row Four was such a train wreck that it just it, for me it felt that Saints Row Four was trying to take everything that was wrong from the previous Saints games and trying to re like reimagine it. If that makes sense. And yeah. it, they just done too much. They just done too much. You know, trying to bring back Gat wasn't a good choice in that way. And obviously these whole Shandy remakes and stuff like that. It was just really weird. I think the only great thing about Saints Row 4, in my opinion, was the fact that we got more of Pierce because Pierce is one of my favorite characters and the fact that we got more sing-alongs as well. That's always a an excellent feature. You know, other than that, I mean, I didn't really like it. Oh, you know what I enjoyed about Saints Row 4? When you went back onto the ship and you could fuck everyone from the crew. You don't remember? No. You know how like when you're out of the computer and you like yeah. walk up to the characters, you can basically like have sex with pretty much everyone except like what one character. What the f- was that- is that a real thing? Yeah! Dude, I remember like going up to- I think it was Pierce and everyone. Like even Kenzie. What? Yeah! What? I didn't know you could I don't, actually I don't do remember, that in I don't remember if you can- I don't remember if you can do it in, to Oleg. But I'm pretty sure you could I mean, do you it could. with I mean, Pierce. I mean, I, I remember there being one character in Saints Row 4 that you could not have sex with on the ship. I did ship. not even know that was a feature in the game. It was. It basically, what? like, you go back to the ship, right? You have, like, you know how, like, over time, the, the amount of characters on the ship increases with, the, with you, like, saving them, bringing them back from the computer. So, like, after you brought them back, you can, like, at any time, really, walk up to them and, like, you can talk to them or, like, click, like, one button and it says, like, fuck this character or have sex with this character. But it was basically... There was one of them. I think it was Shandi. It was one of the female characters. And it's like you flirt with them and they slap you and then they jump on you and have sex with you. I mean, it's like, it's not like you don't see anything, right? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like, but it's implied. Like, I mean, literally, you tell you press the button and you do that. Yeah. Is is that like a reference to like Mass Effect? It could be. I actually thought of that. It could be. It could very well be, honestly, because you can do the same in that. But it, I just think it's really funny how can, how you can do that with like all of the characters on the ship, except for like one of them. Do you think that will be a, a new feature in Saints in the new Saints Row? Girl, if it is. You know, there's this one uh, guy from the trailer who's like really like love the way he looks, love the way he talks. He can get it. Do we even know his name? <laughs> I really haven't memorized any of their names yet. I don't think we even got their names. Did we get? Did we even get? I a think lot we of did get their names. Did we? I think we did get. Okay, I think we did get a bunch. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm looking at the press releases right now. <laughs> oh, by the way, this was a common misception at first. Um, people thought that Saints Row, like the remake, wouldn't have character creation because of the way the um, leader was presented in the trailer. Okay, so what I'm, what we're gonna do now is that we're gonna take a little break. 
And then when we return from the break, we're going to talk about Saints Row. Just Saints Row, that's the new game. That's the new name of the game. So we will go on a little break and we will come back and talk about the new Saints Row. Right before we get into the ads, I want to remind you guys that we do have a Patreon page where you can support us directly for only £5 a month. It means that you don't need to listen to ads like this, as amazing as they are. It's a no-brainer. You get early access to our show as well as ad-free content for all of the podcasts that we do. Or if you decided, well, I might go for a one-time donation, you could do so on our coffee page. That's coffee.com forward slash get a life podcast. That's ko-fi.com forward slash get a life podcast. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash get a life podcast. Also consider subscribing to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, even on YouTube subscribing is free it also means that you keep up to date with the content that we do post for all of our podcasts if you do leave a like on youtube or if you give us a five star rating on the podcast platforms it really does help us get up in the rankings it really does help us get more sponsorships it helps us out a lot you don't know how much that actually helps us so consider leaving us a positive review telling us all your thoughts as well and stuff that we can improve on really does help me out a lot as well gives me a motivation so subscribe consider leaving a five-star review or a comment if you're on youtube and enjoy the ad break and the rest of this episode this episode of the podcast is brought to you by crunchyroll as you guys know crunchyroll has been sponsoring us for a while now and we love them and we know you guys love them too so get your asses over to crunchyroll where you can enjoy the world's largest anime collection For only £6.50 a month. That's cheaper than pretty much all of the other streaming services out there. And you get quite a lot of anime. Over 30,000 anime episodes. And anime one hour after it airs in Japan. You can enjoy sub or dub in multiple languages from what I've seen on Crunchyroll. We use it personally on the podcast. And I'll be honest with you. It's one of my favorite services to use for anime streaming because of all of the options that you get if you go for the mega fan option you do get the ability for offline viewing so if you're on the train or if you're going to a place where there is no internet you can save for offline viewing and still enjoy your anime imagine if you're on a road trip right you're traveling across america or you're traveling across the uk and you want to watch anime your friend's driving and you're like you know what i want to watch some spy family or i want to watch some uh, Attack on Titan or some Dr. Stone. You can probably guess which anime I'm, I'm watching currently. If you want to enjoy anything, you're spoilt for choice with Crunchyroll. Not only that, you've got ad-free anime and as a bonus, you get access to the Crunchyroll manga as well, which is actually really cool if you go for your fan or mega fan options there as well. I'd recommend actually purchasing the 12-month mega fan because you're saving 16% off and you don't need to worry about it right stream on four devices at the same time which is actually fantastic especially if you're, you're in a big family and everyone wants to watch different anime you could do that with the mega fan option as well as offline viewing and you get a discount on the crunchyroll store if you want to buy nendroids or figurines or merchandise directly from 
Crunchyroll. Once again, you can watch anytime, anywhere, stream on your desktop, mobile, gaming consoles even, and other streaming devices that include iOS, Android, Apple TV, Xbox, Roku, PS4 slash the PS5. So it's a no-brainer, guys. If you love anime, or even if you don't like anime and you want to know more about it, go to crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai or go to getalifepodcast.com forward slash crunchyroll it's the same link they work on the same way and sign yourself up for a 14 day free trial you can cancel any time but just make sure you guys sign up give it a try if you wanted to think oh what was this anime thing about give it a try crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai that's crunchyroll.com forward slash k-u-n-a-i Back onto the episode. Okay, we are back. Saints Row was announced recently. Jacob, what do you think about this new game? It looks interesting to me. Honestly, I think I've loved most of what I've seen so far. Mm. Um, of course, it, it, I haven't seen that much, but on one hand, I love like, you know, how this, I don't know if it was the protagonist or if it was someone else from the crew that appeared in the game, uh, in the trailer. Mm. Was it a cat mask? It was this huge mask. Yes, the like the sort of uh, electronic cat mask. When I saw that, I was like, oh my god, I want this so bad. They're gonna sell it in like a special edition. Oh, that would be cool. I mean, it would be pretty expensive, but I think they should. It would be cool. It, it actually kind of reminds me of the mask thing from Watch Dogs Legion. Looking at the trailer of the game, there is no real gameplay. It's just, it gives me sort of Fortnite vibes. I hate saying that, but it sort of gives me that Fortnite vibe to it. But bear in mind, that's not actual gameplay in the trailer. It's just a cinematic. You know, if the game looks like that, which they never really do, but if it does, then bravo. But I really don't know. Like, is this game like done on like, oh, what was that? engine that they use but Wait. yeah they they gave us names for the characters oh they did but is ps is not in there no no PS but like they, these are i mean they're all new characters unreal engine i think the game is being made in unreal that's what fuck that's what i was thinking of so far we have three new characters we've got kevin um, kevin ex-member of a competing gang known as the idols please please tell me that they're fucking weebs i would fucking love that you know what you know what my character i know we can't give them names mine would just be called the idol master <laughs> the idol master yes you know what i i want to fight these idols this this gang that's called the idols i just hope they're fucking weeps I, I i just hope i just hope it would make my day but come to think of it it's quite interesting i mean it's kind of showing off what's different about the game i guess you know it's it's set in a completely different area it's called santo ileso i think i can't pronounce you know what it's not in steelport anymore and it's not in Stillwater. it's a completely new thing i mean a new city new characters i'm just hoping that we see old characters make at least some sort of reference you know what i mean or a cameo because I, if there is no pierce i'll be like fuck this game i'm out it makes <laughs> sense to me like they didn't show any gameplay off from this game so there's not much to go from the teaser and i think if they are going to introduce like johnny gat or something or pierce or Shondi or something like that. They'll probably do it in the game and leave it for fans of the series, if that makes sense. I doubt they'll announce them. I don't know about you. I'm kind of critical when it comes to the setting of a very much like desert and the wild west kind of vibes because that's basically the new saints row but that's honestly it's it's more like a personal preference right because i'm just used to saints row always playing in this huge city and there's not that much like outskirts i guess where it's like it's like huge piles of land that you're on 
Well, bear in mind, this is set in like the coast, right? In in the US. So I'm like, like Arizona, Nevada style. And I think there's a lot of sort of design choices that they can do within that sort of area in the US. You know what? You're right. I actually didn't use my brain there. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason why I'm saying it is because like, for example, Las Vegas is just fucking desert. You know, if you think about it and it's and it's got all this sort of neon signs and shit. I mean, there, there's quite interesting stuff that you can do there. I mean, it's not a real place. You can make it look as however they want it to look i guess it's just the way that the game looks overall just kind of like at least from the trailer gives me that sort of cartoonish vibe like cartoonish but even more cartoonish than saints row normally is if that makes sense yeah like i said it, it kind of gives me that sort of Fortnite vibe <laughs> and i hate saying that uh, also you know what there's this one um key art of the game and they're like on the street and like you see like they're like in the desert area right and in mm. the back there's like this huge like you see the you see the city and mm. it's giving me two things okay it's giving me first would be wait i'm gonna send you this the picture so this is the picture and basically there's two things it reminds me of number one cyberpunk okay the game. Yeah, i can see that yeah because it's just it, it looks a lot like it but then if you look into the back you see the you see the clown um truck thing you know what that reminds me of it reminds me of i don't know if it's in the game twisted metal yes i know about that game yeah L looking at that key art i don't know why but it reminds me a lot of far cry it just looks like far cry to me i know That's, that sounds really yeah, stupid I, I, that i also get it though but looking at like the color palette the way the road is it doesn't feel like it's set in the u.s i don't know like a country that isn't the u.s if that makes sense so it, it kind of gives me that vibe to it i really do enjoy that style in a way i wouldn't say borderlands but it's like you know like borderlands is quite open in the sense that you know it's mostly you know you have a range of different environments like desert and ice and stuff like that but yeah it kind of gives me that vibe maybe i'm reaching a bit too much on there but but back onto the thing you did you know jacob that this game even though it doesn't have i mean at least with the trailer we haven't seen johnny gat or any of the characters yet but did you know it has seamless and i, I put this in brackets here seamless cross-gen co-op yes i've seen that it seems very interesting because i don't know how the hell they're going to do it because cross-gen means that someone from the playstation 4 can play with ps5 players but also they can play with pc and xbox players as well i think that's great but i think it's going to be interesting because they're mentioning that obviously they don't like lobbies and stuff like that they want it to be sort of seamless i mean we've seen that before i remember playing saints road 2 with you before i mean we were playing it on the xbox but still like you can join into someone's game just like someone will have to send you an invite but you could just jump into someone's game and then that's it you know you're not waiting in a fucking lobby they're not waiting in the lobby mm -hmm. they just join your game and i think that's great i don't know i don't know how co-op would work in this particular type of game like could you be able to play the full game in co-op or are you going to be playing like in certain certain missions or are you going to be able to replay missions stuff like that i'm not sure i mean i'm honestly hoping that you can go through the whole game in co-op without it being like strictly co-op because uh, this is this is just like something where I'm like a bit icky like just taking it as in like an instance right so I am not really sure about how much you can do in co-op in Genshin Impact but I remember that it was a lot of like you can't do this in Genshin you can't do that in Genshin in co-op mode it was like restricted and it makes you think like does it make sense in a way it does it also like feels like it doesn't feel fun you know like I get that you don't want like a co-op co campaign for this kind of game but it's also like if you put co-op into a game 
game. You have to give players like a certain thing where it's like, oh, they're into it, they're in this together. It doesn't feel like two mercenaries fighting together for something and then they leave again. You know what I mean? It, it feels like very like disconnected. And for Saints Row, I remember you could like join your friend, play all of those missions together, do this, do that. And that's what I love about Saints Row co-op because it, it's it doesn't it doesn't shut you out from the other player's world. It lets you like be in there, you know? That's what I hope to see from the Saints Row re reboot and co-op. Yeah, a lot of games, like if you're playing GTA, like for example, I don't like GTA's co-op because it just feels too, it feels too much. Like I don't want to have a fucking million people on my, on my map playing the game with me. I would like maybe four to eight people, four to eight friends joining me in Saints Row and then we, we fuck around in the game. That's what I would like. I don't want to see, because you know how like GTA, you have like literally hundreds of people on the map. Oh yeah. And you, you know, it's, it's become an, an MMO. I don't want that experience. I don't want an MMO experience. I'd rather keep it to like four people, maybe five or six, but eight as a maximum. You know, so you can go together. And, and another thing that I would like is that if maybe, for example, me, you are in the game and then we have some other friends joining us, me and you could do a set of missions in the same lobby, in the same world, me and you can do a set of missions and then other people can do a different set of missions. I think that would be quite interesting as well to see. Uh, because it's like, sometimes maybe you don't want to do the challenges, but then your friends are like, oh, we want to do that sewage challenge. You know, like those crazy challenges in Saints Row where you have, you know, you're driving the sewage truck and you just... Oh god, Being yeah, I was gonna mention that. I was gonna mention that. <laughs> Do, do you want to that's a question now do you want to see those stupid challenges return or do you want to see more serious a more gritty rendition of saints row i see what i want to see both of them okay. i feel like this i feel like at this point the sewage truck is too iconic not to put into the game mm. and also like the uh insurance thing you literally like throw yourself onto the cars and like fly miles up into the air and like get hit by multiple cars on the way and like trucks and all that shit and it's like that's to me saints row that is what saints row is to me it, it's like on one hand it's like super epic and super fun but at the same time it's also so fucking stupid it doesn't mm. take itself seriously that's the thing that's what i love loves um about saints row and i don't want it to be like this strict game where it's like oh you have to i don't know kill this person kill that person and then you get reputation yay that's it's it's boring that's not Saints Row. It's a, it's fucking Hitman or something. Yeah. You know, it's like you're you're not an assassin. You're literally a gang leader. You know, your character themselves is so adamant about just fucking shit up. Like they don't give a shit about if they kill someone on the way and the way they do it. They want to do it in style. They want to style. I mean, we're not gonna talk about the fucking mission in Saints Row the Third where you literally run around naked in a fucking sex club. But anyways. Anyways, I, I would love to see a mix between both because it's like what I love seeing is that on one hand Saints Row doesn't take itself too seriously but it can if it wants to and that's what I want to see it's like I love variety in games you know and as long as it's not too fucked up why not I agree with you but I think what they're what they're worried about is that obviously they're releasing it in a time period where a lot of people are sort of given up on games like GTA right because they're like 
fuck it, man. Rockstar aren't announcing a new GTA game and they're just announcing expansions for GTA Online because they're fucking greedy. So Saints Row is in sort of filling in that gap in the market. And I think at the moment now, you know, it's been a while since we've had a new Saints Row game and GTA has sort of dominated that market. And in fact, we haven't seen any sort of open world, I, I refer to them as open world shooters like this or sandbox games like this in a while. Because, you know, we had games like Sleeping Dogs, which was done by Square Enix, you know, the true crime games. We had Saints Row in the past as well and the older GTA games. And now it's just Saints Row and GTA. And I think maybe this game might be a GTA killer depending on how they want to do it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I find it as to play it safe, they might tone down the craziness. And if they do, I think a lot of people, at least the older fans of Saints Row, might be like, no, fuck this. We, This is not what we signed up for. Because for me, I play Saints Row because I don't like GTA. It's not because I fucking love GTA, no. Because you can do a lot of crazy shit in Saints Row that you can't do, whether in real life or, in fact, in other games. So, but yeah, that's my thoughts on Saints Row, the new Saints Row game that's coming out i'm optimistic jacob genuinely i i'm feeling I pretty too. hyped about it pretty hyped and i'm feeling pretty good about this new saints row yeah me too honestly i'm super hyped about playing it uh if if they if honestly if they really decide to tail down the craziness i hope that they do it by the by a bit where it's like it still feels and plays like saints row it, it's like maybe if they want to turn it down just a tiny bit and being like you know what it's fine like it's it's still saints row it's still like it gives you the feeling of okay you're playing a saints row game you know what would be fun you reminded me what if they're called the idols they're like weeps and all the bullshit and you have something like cosplay activities or something oh my god that'd be amazing that would be so funny that you know so no, cool. not even just that i think even if they had like you know how you have karaoke in like games like Yakuza? Oh yeah, I was I was I was also thinking about Yakuza. I think if if they introduce that sort of funny things, because obviously karaoke has become a staple of Saints Row, but it's been like pre-recorded stuff. So if they done it like a mini game similar to Yakuza, I would fucking lose it. I would fucking lose it. it that would be, would be iconic. That would be so cool. Speaking of iconic, and this is the final question I'm gonna ask for this whole episode. Do you think we're gonna see the dildo return as a weapon? It's iconic. No idea, honestly. <laughs> I I really don't know. That's the thing. I really don't know. Because on one hand, it's like, I could see why they don't want to bring it back. But it's also like, you've seen the trailer. There is so much going on in that trailer. So fucking much. Why wouldn't they bring it back? I, you know, the funny thing is, the game was banned in Australia. I remember. Because of the, because of the what was it? It was I don't think it was because of the dildo. I think it's because the alien probe scene. But, you know, still interesting. I mean, that's part of Saints Row. I mean, what the weapon, I think, is called uh, the Penetrator. We need to see that return. I thought it was I thought it was called the destroyer. No, you're getting confused between that and cock destroyers. That's probably what it is. They have other ones. Oh, well, what what if what if what if they put like a reference to the cock destroyers in Saints Row? They've got they've got to do it. <laughs> Uh, in the Japanese version, it is called the suspicious bat instead of <laughs> the dildo bat. It was quite funny. They actually had to... This is weird. I'm looking at the trivia. They actually have a, a Wikipedia page dedicated to the Saints Row dildo. What it's called is... In Japan, the penetrator was remodeled in the Japanese market in order to comply with stricter content regulations with THQ, uh, being told to remove the veins and the physics from the weapon. The veins oh were my removed, God. but the physics were retained. So I will show you a picture of what it looks like in Japan. This is actually the funniest shit. That's what it looks like. That looks like a pink corn dog. 
that's it. And it has no physics. So it was just, it's just basically an erect penis the whole time. And I think that's, that's a lot funnier. I think, I think for Saints Row 4, the weapon also has skins in Saints Row 4. I'm not sure if you know that. So there's like one that's like, makes it look like a candy cane. And then there's another one that's like alien themed and shit. Like it's quite funny. It, it genuinely, it's hilarious. But the funny thing is, right, in the Japanese version, it is um, also censored and it can't be changed. It's quite funny, actually. Uh, apparently, I don't know if this is true or if it's if this is like a scam thing, but uh, I just found an article where it's like they want to focus on fun in the reboot, but they don't want to put the dildo back in. No, so... send me this. Send me this, please. I please. I beg you. I need to see this. The dildo bat needs to return. The dildo bat needs to return. I'm sorry. There's no way. No one's going to buy it if there's no dildo bat. Even GTA had one. I don't know if you remember, Jacob. Like, I think it was in San Andreas. If you go to the police station, when you go downstairs to like the showers or whatever, you can actually pick up a, a dildo as a weapon. It's, a, it's like a baton, basically. Remodel. Where is that? All right. So, so I, I found this article and it's basically saying, um, send a link we i need to, i need to read this with my own eyes yeah here here you go who's it sent by this doesn't even seem, seem real okay let's okay what is the article jacob tell us about this article so um the article basically tells you it's a full reboot with zero dildo bats so it they want to focus on fun but they do not want to put the dildo back in uh, they also said that none and i quote none of the original saints Row characters will return in this full reboot design director james haig told this website that there's no in-game phallic weapon that's really a, that's yeah unfortunate. and then he and then he said, there will be weapons that are crazy and pretty far out there, though. <laughs> I don't agree so with that. So no buy for you. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to buy. You know what? They can send me the game, but I won't buy it. They need to. You, do you think they're going to do a Dynasty Warriors thing where they're like, Dildo Bat will be available as DLC? If they did that, I'd be really annoyed. Because that is a Saints Row staple. That's been in Saints Row for a long I'm time. Just, I'm just going to say, if they do that, I'm not I'm not going to spend money on that DLC. Just because yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm in general... I'm not really that person who buys like items for characters in mm. games. I don't really do that because I don't like buying weapons in Dynasty Warriors either. I'm just not that kind of person. I don't like buying weapons for or equipment for my characters just because I don't see the reason why. It's like that's something where I'm like, like, no. Unless it's like a part of, I don't know, like part of a DLC pack, like part of an expansion. You know how, um, I don't know if you know this, but like for Left 4 Dead, for instance, it was different because Left 4 Dead 2 had a bunch of weapons um, for like the German uh, release of the game because they had to censor the game for the German release, but they gave the game Counter-Strike weapons. Okay. And pre-order pre weapons were also included. I think it was a bat, like a baseball bat. Mm. And only after years, they put those weapons up for people who didn't have the bonus or the, the Counter-Strike weapons. Mm -hmm. But I think the baseball bat was a pre-order weapon. And at the time, I didn't pre-order it, and I was really pissed about that. But at the same time, it's like, even then, you can still use other weapons. And I feel like in Saints Row, there's just so many weird weapons, right? And I also gotta say, there were some weapons where I'm like, why does this exist? And not in a good way. Because mm -hmm. I remember the fucking, um, what was it called? The tentacle thing? Like the octopus thing, where it's yeah, like... Yeah, well, the, the grenade uh, launcher. Yeah, like you, the 
effect was fun, but at the same time, it's like, if I myself want to play this game, I'm not gonna use this weapon, just because mm. it's like, so, it's like, way too much. I don't wanna say this, but like, if I wanna play the game for, like, in my way, I'm the game, I'm the same as always, I aim for the head, and that's it. Mm. Yeah, okay. That's, that's the kind of player I am, that's- You know what, and I'm the, I aim for and the I'm nuts. The, like, that too. Yeah, but I'm, I mean it's, it's I, fun. I'm just like I'm just like this. If I want to have fun with with Saints Row, I will literally use the fucking um, walkway instead of the street and just run everyone over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or like or like fly off the highest fucking building or like bullshit like that. Some of the fun weapons were really fun in my opinion, but it was also some of them where I'm like, why? And I know that others are gonna find him funny, but I some of them are just like not that appealing to me. You know, I find the it's thing. the same with the costumes as well, because replaying Saints Row Remastered, uh, Saints Row 3 Remastered, there's a lot of costumes in the game that I'm like, why is this in here? Like, there's they make references to a lot of things that people don't necessarily know about, like Xeno Warrior Princess, for example. There's a lot of references that people don't get, and there's just a lot you of mean, weird and wacky things that I don't I don't like. Do you mean the one that has like the like just the bra and the and like the thong and then like the high heels yeah but it's like a metal metal armor i think you know you know like xena you it's it's a, it's available you. for for i i think it's available for um in both styles i guess but i remember <laughs> i remember playing saints row 3 remaster and always like using that as the main uh, really? armor for my character yeah i think i actually showed you that it was Did really you? funny it's weird yeah man. because in a way i actually found it hot <laughs> okay fair enough i mean i found it a bit odd because it's like this is a reference not many people will get i don't I, get I mean, it either it. but i just i just really like it it was a TV show that was Xena Warrior Prince. It's, it was an old TV show, okay? From like really, I think from the 90s actually. Original release September 4th, 1995. That's when that show started. Apparently it was really, really popular. Had six seasons. I mean, it, like the name itself does sound familiar to me. I've just never seen it. Yeah, I mean, I'm also I, don't. I, I'm also not this kind of person who watches that. I'm gonna be honest with you. The only reason I know about it is because I think my sisters used to watch it back in the day. But yeah, I know Georgina would have loved this. Well, I don't think Georgina would have seen it. Actually, I can think of it because I mean, we were the same age. We never watched this. And Georgina's kind of a badass bitch, and Zeno also looks like a badass bitch. So. Yeah, they they are so. Um, that being said, I think that's the end of this episode. Jacob, thank you for coming on. What should our next episode be about? Should we talk about Bayonetta for the next episode? I think we should. Oh, we could absolutely do that. Hell yeah. I fucking I love so. Bayonetta. You know what? I need to finish Bayonetta too because I'm actually really enjoying it. The only issue I have... I, and I know this is really not really something to talk about in the episode, but the only issue I have is that I'm playing it on a 4K TV. And when you're playing it on a big screen, you notice that this game wasn't designed to be output in 4K. Like it's showing on a, it's it's outputting in 1080, but it's like mm, I, the cutscenes is where it hurts the most. And I'm like, I hate it. I, I genuinely, hate, I wish the Switch could fucking run in 4K, at least docked. 4k that would be great but sorry that was my rant but yeah that being said saints road is going to come out hopefully next year but we haven't seen much on it other than that trailer but it's going to come out next year it's going to be on the playstation 4 ps5 xbox series xbox one and i think the pc as well there is no switch port of this game 
which is good because I really don't want to see one. But yeah, that being said, big thanks to our sponsors, Crunchyroll and Japan Crate. Big thanks to our patrons as well on Patreon who get early access, not for this episode, unfortunately, but you get early access for Kunai and Umai and you get ad-free episodes. So there you go. Jacob, are you going to say goodbye? Should we say goodbye? Oh, we said ba-da-da. Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, <laughs> if, if I could put that end sync in. I would, but I can't because of copyright. But yeah, you know what? That's another thing. That needs to be a, a karaoke song in Saints Row. Oh, that would be Saints cool. That, I would fucking love that. Put some NSYNC. You, some know, you know what? You know what, what song I want to see? In what song do you want to see? Saints Row. No Tears what? Left to Cry, but Ariana Grande. <laughs> You know what? I think there's other Grande songs that I would enjoy. I mean, bear in mind, they need to update their music lists because playing Saints Row the Third, the music is outdated. But I understand it's probably because of licensing and stuff. I'm hoping for a lot of a lot of songs. I don't know. I'm hoping if they get Cardi B, maybe they need to put Wet Ass Pussy. They need WAP in there. I'm just saying they need to hit it. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet. We're just going to end it there. Bye. Bye.